Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed found under each episode. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. See how you can make the most out of contest season with one of their transceivers. And PowerFilm Solar. PowerFilm manufactures durable, lightweight, rollable, and foldable solar panels that will take your ham radio setup to the next level, making it more portable than ever before. Visit PowerFilmSolar.com for more information. And Alpha Antenna. Alpha Antenna manufactures directional tuner-free HF antennas. For highly rated, customer-enhanced antennas, visit alphaantenna.com or call 1-888-482-3249. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Oh... Still feeling high off of the 100 watts in a wire fallout weekend. Our second annual. I hope we do it again next year. It's so much fun. I had big plans. Well, not really big plans. But I had plans to set up outside, do the woodshed portable, and that worked out for me. But a change came along, and I think doing these activities where we can um, set up our equipment, exercise them, get out there in the elements, especially now. I've got this thing happening, and I don't know if it's happening in you as well. I'm a newer ham. So I've been licensed since 2012, but I've only been on HF for a couple of years. And I think as amateur radio operators, we evolve. And we find things that interest us, within the great hobby. And I think that's great for sustainability. We need these things to pique our interest so we can, you know, continue on. Maybe you get burned out on doing one thing, you know? And when you think further down, you know, down the line, we think about, oh man, it would be great to have a 100 foot tower up there and a rotator and a rotor, whatever they're called. It'd be great to have the thing up there that spins the antenna. The rotor. Oh. Did I mention I record this early? These could be the first words coming out of my mouth. Sure, I've sent text messages and emails already this morning, but I don't know if I've spoken to anyone. Anyway, we look ahead and we go, man, we've got these big dreams, right? We think about the big towers and how cool that would be. Well, when you get older... That could just be a pain in the butt, man. Look, maybe you don't climb anymore. You hit a certain age, you go, ah, I shouldn't be doing that. I'm on this medication. I can't be going up a ladder even. No. And so things with moving parts become a problem for you. Maybe you start getting into other things. Maybe you kind of graduate to throwing wire up in a tree, and that's it. Maybe you like to get portable, or you just hook up the mobile. We need these things to go to, right? Right now, I feel, and maybe it's because of what's happening in the world, we've got all this 
disaster communication happening. Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Houston. Big storms coming in out of the ocean and wiping out entire power grids. So doing an exercise like the fallout for me kind of puts me in the mindset of, all right, look, man, there are different conditions. There are different antennas that may work. So I've got a pocket full of antennas. You know, I've got dipoles. I've got an NFED. I've got some other kind of random wire. I've got a loop. Sure, it's probably too much, but every situation is a little different. And it was true this weekend for me. I had intentions of going out to the old wooden shed and setting up two monoband dipoles. I thought, ah, I've got the luxury of time. I've set aside this weekend to do the fallout. I'm going to exercise my radio. I'm going to exercise myself. I'll put up two antennas. Well, Saturday morning was really windy. Overcast storms for three hours in the afternoon. And the winds brought the storms in. So I thought, man, maybe I should record a little bit and just, you know, document what's happening outside. Long story short, the winds decided for me. The winds said, look, I know you had a plan, but I'm changing your plan. Let's check out some of the audio I did on my cell phone out there on Saturday during my setup. It's Saturday morning, about 9 o'clock Central Time, and I made my way out to the old wooden shed. I must say, I slept till about 7.30, which is the first time in eons. But I'm still taking an antibiotic. I was sick for probably a week and a half, and then finally got on the antibiotic. But anyway, I think it's kind of helping me sleep a little bit. Maybe it's the cough medicine. I don't know. Either way, I'm getting a slow start to my Saturday morning. I did hear Whiskey Zero Delta Alpha November. Uh, He was working from Georgia this morning, so I was able to work him and uh, spot him. So fallout has begun. He's the first station I heard this weekend. And I finally made my way out to the old wooden shed and uh, quickly was stung by something. I don't know if it was a wasp trying to build a nest around here. Uh, So anyway, yeah, I'm wearing, you know, like sandals out here. It's still beautiful. Can't believe it's October. Uh, Wind's blowing, so that could be an issue. It's a fall wind, but still kind of a a spring type temperature. Plan is today to put up the the wire, the off-center fed wire modeled after the radio waves pathfinder. Uh, for 20 meters and 40 meters. We're supposed to get rain all day. Well, not all day, beginning at about one o'clock. So I'm just gonna put a wire up, work some people from the old wooden shed. If the rain gets too much, I'll take a break. And uh, I plan to operate a little bit from the house today as well, so I can do something on maybe 160 and 80 and, you know, that sort of thing. Anyway, fallout has begun Saturday morning. Back in the studio now, just an update on the foot. I can hear myself, actually, uh, real sinus congestion. It's been like a couple of week thing. I finally hit the end of my antibiotics, and I'm feeling better. Every now and again, I'll get a little (coughs) cough going, but I am feeling much better. Thanks for asking.
going back to the foot, I don't know, the first thing out of the box, something came out of the ground, which made me think it could have been a, a hornet, right? And I had flip-flops on, really. They were a little bit more than your casual beach flip-flop, but, you know, like a sandal slash flip-flop. Anyway, this thing got up under um, the part that goes over the top of your foot and stung the bejesus out of me. And I thought, ow, 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 ow. Uh, uh, ow. So anyway, I just continued on. I kind of rubbed my foot thinking maybe the stinger or whatever it was was still in there, you know, and just kind of powered through it. We'll come back to that in just a little bit. But something came up and got me right out of the woods. Let's go on to uh, cut number two and see how I progressed out there during fallout. Well, you probably can hear here in a little bit. I'm up on a stepladder, raising the mast. There's a lot of wind, hopefully not too annoying, but maybe you just hear the trees and not the wind whipping through the microphone or the phone. But we're raising up the mast here. This one goes about 36 feet. And we're gonna put this off-center fed dipole on it. It's actually all wire. Two pieces of wire uh, come together and are soldered to a third leg that drops down and connects to a one-to-one ballon. And we're out near the edge of the woods, and I thought about putting up two dive holes, but I'm just gonna go with this one today because of the rain and the, um, the wind that's happening right now. It's not crazy, but you know, it's enough. And uh, just thinking about getting on the air, getting it up there and uh, seeing what we do. But if I'm quiet here, you can hear some of the wind. Let's see. if that's translating but uh, good news is we're near the edge of the woods so the woods kind of uh, will absorb some of the sound and the wind for me Uh, but it's enough to keep me uh, in the mindset of just putting one up and preparing for whatever rain comes through today tomorrow's supposed to be a better day so we'll see maybe I'll put up two dipoles Uh, the plan today is to work uh, some outdoors some portable stuff near the woods and uh, in the old wooden shed, maybe the last hurrah for the year with this fallout. There is a winter field day coming up, um, so we may do something for that too. It just depends, but uh, we don't know about tomorrow, do we? Uh, so let's uh, get set up for today. It's Christian K0STH, Fallout 2017. Okay, and back to the studio. I mentioned a little earlier about this emergency communications or disaster communications, I believe, as the ARRL has referred to it. I think they're moving away from emergency communications or MCOM and speaking more in terms of disaster communications because that's what's happening in Puerto Rico. I don't know why they do what they do. I don't know. I'm not on the inside, uh, but I do feel that they've made a move from MCOM to disaster communications. Anyway, so I kind of clicked in my mind that I'm thinking in terms of what if and using the fallout and the tune-up that we do earlier in the year as ways to practice. You know, it's just like field day and winter field day. We kind of practice, right? But we're seeing around us all these things happening. And for me, I'm kind of like, hey, man, let's just start to think like this is a disaster. I was using the wind and my imagination as 
you know, reason to set up. It certainly changed my direction, what I wanted to do. I needed to sort of adapt my plan. And that's what I did. It was getting too risky to put up two mast because of this wind. Now, it wasn't sort of Hurricane Nate type stuff, but it was enough. It was enough to get me thinking, you know what, modify this plan. And I think that is important for fallouts, for our 100 watts and a wire tune-up and all that stuff. We'll dig back in. We'll see what else I recorded. I don't even know. I was just doing it just to kind of capture and document what was happening out there on day one. I didn't record the whole weekend, but we'll stop back in and check on things right after this. More contacts, less alpha hotels. This is 100 watts and a wire. Ideal for the ham on the go, the IC7300 is a high-performance HF transceiver with a compact design. Don't miss a weak signal with a combination of the waterfall function and real-time spectrum scope. The IC7851 will give you the competitive edge you've been looking for. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this HF transceiver. It has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, and dual receivers. Can't wait for the IC7610? The IC7600 is still available and at a great price. Following in the footsteps of ICOM's flagship radio, the IC7600 has an intuitive operation and the latest DSP technologies. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. CQ, CQ, CQ. This is 100 watts and a wire. Oh man, so many things to reflect upon over the weekend. I should say there were over... 1,000 contacts made. As of this recording, there were 1,047 total contacts submitted into the random drawing for prizes, and we'll announce the winners here in just a little bit. Going back to my fallout experience, at least the setup part of it, kind of wrapping my head around. I was working alone, so it was easy for me to kind of get my head in this space where I was going to imagine needing to set up and you know I've been a guy who goes out there and diddles around and do 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 okay and oh there's a little birdie and a turtle a turtle good morning turtle and you know so I go out there in the country and I experience that and it's totally cool this time I got in the mindset something clicked in me and thought you know what let's see how we can do this quickly and safely and set this up what you're going to do how you're going to test it and get on the air and that's what I did so my approach was a lot different out there I certainly wasn't the only one out there and I'm so proud of you guys the community because I heard you I spent a good minute a good bit of the weekend trying to spot you you know if I would hear a station and I couldn't work them at the time say I couldn't sit down because of whatever was happening you know at home or my situation at home at that time, I'd hear you and I'd spot you. So thank you so much. I heard Alaska. I heard Canada. I mentioned getting stung by something. And the result was this big Barney rubble swollen foot. Like I have one skinny foot on the right side of my body. And the other one looked like it was hit by a hammer. I mean like Flintstone it just ballooned up, and I thought, oh, no. Uh-oh. Did it stop me? Uh-uh. 
Let's hear one more recorded piece of what I was doing out there in the field, and then we'll move on to others because I wasn't the only one out there operating. But let's see what else I, I came up with while I was out there in the field. Well, we've got the antenna up. When I say we, I mean me. Um, about 36 feet up, we've got one set of guy wires, uh, meaning two wires coming down. And I'm thinking of adding another set, at least one toward the bottom. One thing I've learned, I don't know, man, I've done this all my life, but especially with amateur radio, uh, don't do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. I'm looking up at my mast 30 feet up, 36 feet up, and I can see it's swaying a little bit, and toward the bottom section, you know, it's oop, dipping, you know, imagine oops, shifting your hip off, hip to the side. Uh, it's doing something like that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lower one of the sections down, add a, another set of guy wires just to be safe. You know, I don't want to do anything uh, that makes me feel uncomfortable. And just looking at it, I don't like if it bows. I try to keep my mass straight. And I know fiberglass has quite a bit of flexibility. It's just um, I don't like to see that, you know, with children running around or whatever and I just don't want to see it crashing down. I've broken a fiberglass mass, although it was completely my fault. I had too much weight up at the top. Uh, not today. Uh, this is a pretty light wire. It actually looks very good, very straight at the moment. But I do want to lower it down and uh, simply add another wire to give some support toward the bottom section of the mast. I don't know where the wind's going, and I know there's some sort of uh, rain front moving through in a few hours. I'm sure you can hear that wind. Hopefully it's not too annoying. Uh, but that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lower it down, uh, the six-foot section down, and add another wire just to stabilize it a little bit more. And uh, as each moment passes, I feel comfortable not setting up two antennas out here today. So uh, stay safe no matter what you do. And whenever you hear this, uh, stay comfortable in your comfort zone. Uh, and by all means, stay safe. Uh, it is fallout. Uh, we're getting a little bit closer to getting on the air. And back in the studio now, I did get on the air ultimately and hung out there as the storm started to move in. This was a storm that came in that, that basically just brought rain. There was no lightning, which was good. And I was out there with my girls. We were hanging out for a little while. And then it was time to sort of make the move in. But before, you know, I was able to work some stations and just try it, man. Again, switching my mindset to... Let's not worry about getting this antenna to the East Coast and the West Coast. I didn't do any business until much later in the weekend on the West Coast at all. It was very spotty on the East Coast because Hurricane Nate was moving people in. Not only that, I mean, it was just, I don't think there were that many stations in that path that were on the air, Frank, frankly, and respectfully, you know. There was a storm coming through the East Coast. That said, I did hit, you know, Georgia, uh, a couple other stations. I'd have to go back and look. But I did hit the East Coast, but there wasn't a huge flood of stations coming in at all from the East or the West Coast. I was content out in the old wooden shed to go three to 500 miles to Iowa, to Michigan, uh, to Ohio, Oklahoma, you know, things that are out here not too far from me, and I was cool doing it. And if I had a good signal getting out, I was totally fine with that. 
There were lots of other people on the air. I've got some audio to share with you. There was a great new ham fest. I wasn't there this year, but I knew uh, they've been planning it for a long time. I want to get an update on that. The Great Lakes Ham Con up in Michigan, speaking of Michigan. And uh, we'll get a report on how that went. Share some more audio with you next. Made in America, shared worldwide. This is 100 watts and a wire. Ever wish you could take your setup anywhere and not have to worry about power? PowerFilm can help. Specializing in lightweight, easy-to-deploy solar panels, you'll be transmitting from almost anywhere in minutes. Offering foldable panels from 5 to 220 watts, PowerFilm is sure to have an ideal solution for you. You don't have to lug around that heavy and awkward crystalline panel again. Lighten your load and make remote setups easier. You worry about making contacts, leave the portable power to PowerFilm. To learn more, visit PowerFilmSolar.com or reach out on Facebook or Twitter. 100 watts in a wire. Oh, on day two I spent a lot of time, especially in the morning with my little girls, uh, three and seven. It's a great time to hang out with them and I believe in exposing them to amateur radio. Right around seven and eight years old, my father exposed me to his passion for radio. He was a CB radio operator, and you're not going to hear me bash CB radio ever. A lot of great hams have come out of CB radio. My father enjoyed that in the you know mid to late 70s, and I was able to watch him, you know, work on the radio and take care of his radios and the antenna up on the roof. I also got to see the neighbors banging on the wall when he would, you know, we lived in row homes in Baltimore, so he would key up his mic, the D-104, and the lights in the house would flicker. Probably a grounding issue. I don't know what was happening at that point, but I know uh, the neighbors, boop, 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 you know, something was happening there. Anyway, I like to um, introduce my kids to amateur radio and if they like it cool at least i would have shared that with them sunday was so beautiful lots of stations on the air the storm had moved through and i was able to record other stations working so i want to share some of those with you now you'll hear some of the uh just the stations calling that i was able to hear during the 100 watts in a wire fallout CQ, 100 watts in a wire fallout. CQ, 100 watts in a wire fallout. Whiskey Zero, Delta Alpha November. Whiskey Zero, Delta Alpha November. CQ. Kilo India, 9 Whiskey. Okay, I copied the 9 Whiskey. I didn't catch uh, the first part. W0DAN, back to you, sir. Hey there, Kilo India, 9 Whiskey. KI9W. QTH or are you out in the field? I am portable at Stone Mountain Park. Uh, set up uh, on a park bench here, go ahead. Sounding uh, pretty good. I have you about a F5, uh, five by six maybe, a five by six here. Uh, I'm number 105, over. Wow, okay, that's a good contact for me, 105. <laughs> okay, well terrific, I am number 1845, 1845, you copy? 
copy the 1845, and you just came up to an S7 there. Sounding good. Bands are up and down, uh, but I got you in the log. Uh, good to hear you today. Thanks for being out there. Hey, thanks for jumping in. I appreciate it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're just going to hang out here and see how... we got a little bit of foggy weather, but uh, it's, uh, it'll clear up eventually. So thanks for jumping in there, Ian. All right. Good to hear you. I'm going to drive up uh, into Wisconsin and set up later today. So I uh, hope to catch you again. Uh, nice to hear you. And uh, 73KI9W. Very good. 73, good copy. Whiskey Zero, Delta, Alpha, November. QRZ. CQ, CQ, 100 watts on a wire, fallout. This is November 5, Whiskey Delta X-ray. November 5, Whiskey Delta X-ray. Listening. Kilo Bravo, 1 Bravo. Hello, uh, The Kilo Bravo 1 station again, please. Wireless to Wi-Fi, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. American HF antenna products manufactured in the USA by real Americans. That's Alpha Antenna. Great antenna systems that don't hide issues behind an antenna tuner. That's Alpha Antenna. Highest eHAM reviews of any antenna manufacturer. That's Alpha Antenna. Targeted directional signal launching systems. That's Alpha Antenna. Full disclosure of all antenna analyzer data. That's Alpha Antenna. Antenna systems that are improved based on customer feedback. That's Alpha Antenna. 
Come to AlphaAntenna.com for your base, mobile, or portable militarized HF antenna systems. God bless America and Alpha Antenna. Back to Net Control with Christian K0STH. All right, friends, I promised you I would announce the winners of the random drawing of the 100 watts in a wire fallout weekend. And here we go. And I want to thank our sponsors also. And I'll do that as we go along. Now, MFJ has given us a portable tripod with a nine and a half foot collapsible mast. There is also a 40 through six meter telescopic portable vertical antenna to go with it. And the winner of that is Walter Kilo 4 Whiskey Lima Golf. Kilo 4 Whiskey Lima Golf Walter wins the MFJ prize package. Moving on now to the BioNO battery, Victor Kilo 4 Victor Delta Bravo wins the BioNO power 12 volt 20 amp hour battery. Victor is in Texas. Walter, who I mentioned before, is in Kentucky. Now, the next prize, the Radio Waves 40-meter double bazooka. Jesse, AA4, Oscar Mike. AA4, Oscar Mike will win the Radio Waves 40-meter coaxial dipole. That's right, the double bazooka. Congratulations to Jesse. He's in Alabama. Now, for the Power Film, uh, the Power Film Solar 35-watt solar panel will go to Brett Kilo 5 Yankee Victor Yankee. The Power Film Solar 35-watt solar panel goes to Brett Kilo 5 Yankee Victor Yankee. He's in Mississippi. Thank you to everyone who participated. Over 1,000 QSOs were made over the weekend on behalf of the 100 watts in a wire fallout. Now, I'd also like to take a moment to congratulate the coordinators of the Great Lakes HamCon, brand new ham fest in Michigan. I've invited Scott, Whiskey 9 Whiskey, Sierra Whiskey, on 100 watts in a wire to tell us how it went. Hey, Christian. We're still basking in the glow of the first Great Lakes Amateur Radio Convention this past weekend at Michigan International Speedway. For a first lap around the track, we were pretty pleased. We had over 1,100 attendees, 80-plus flea market spaces sold, and as the word got out about sales volume, some additional vendors actually showed up on Sunday. On the plus side, there were no major hiccups, only minor issues with ticketing. Banquet was a sellout. The vendors were very happy with the money they made, and the venue was exquisite. Our campers loved the quality and convenience of the location. Props to those who organized the forums and to the South Lyon Area Amateur Radio Club for conducting a terrific special event station in K8MIS. We had a long list of things we can improve on for 18. Our friends from both Orlando and Dayton were in attendance and were supportive with ideas and generous with their feedback. I love the collaborative atmosphere here. So Great Lakes HamCon set the bar this past weekend, and now it's time to raise it. Thanks for your support, Christian, and look for us next year in the Winter Circle. Let's turn it back to Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel for your final. Roger that. There's a couple of upgrades I'd like to mention before we get out of here today. Mike, Kilo Golf 7 Lima Whiskey November is a new general. Congratulations. And Jim, Kilo Golf 4 Tango United X-Ray 
is a new amateur extra. If you're studying for your test, let us know how you're doing. And let us know when you make that upgrade at 100wattsandawire.com. You'll get that virtual 100 watts and a wire high five. You can't even see it, but if you put your hand next to the speaker right now, do you feel it? All right. Thank you to everyone who participated next week. I'll get to the Parks on the Air report. We'll find out how we did in the month of September. Many people were out there activating in the parks. Thank you so much for participating. Thank you to all of our sponsors, MFJ Radio Waves, Power Film Solar, and BioNO Power for donating these great prizes. I'd also like to thank Amateur Radio Newsline for featuring the 100 watts in a wire fallout last week. Also, Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp, WB9, VPG, an interesting interview. It went off into the weeds a few times. Basically, it's all Neil's fault because he's got a segment on his show that he doesn't bring out very often, but it's like, which would you rather? And I'm thinking, you know, a veggie burger or a salad, you know, perhaps you... And it's like, would you like to listen to a conversation about a colonoscopy or a root canal? And I'm like, what the heck? So an interesting interview, nonetheless, uh, forgetting about the people who were participating in this conversation, but listen to the content. Good Lord, Neil. Anyway, friends, take care of yourselves, take care of your family, and by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.